0: What's up, everybody? We have a, a decent topic for you today. Some current news, which is probably not what we're going to be covering, covering super often, but this was just like right in the breadbasket for us, like right where we're, we're, we're enjoying to talk about right now with this, uh, with this platform, with this show. So make sure you hit subscribe if you're new and uh, if you're, well, this is our first episode, so you're all new. So yeah, just hit subscribe, hit like, and uh, let's get right into it. Ashton, what are we covering today, man?
1: All right. Well, we're talking about work. And I'm sure everybody's uh, you know I've had a bad boss, bad coworkers you know, can't climb the ladder, you know have a have a coworker that does half as much work and gets twice as much pay you know and sometimes people you know they wish that they could just have a place to you know go get that frustration out vent about it, you know oh man, I hate my boss i wish wish there was something I could do about it. I wish there was a community somewhere on some platform that was anti work and you know that is you know that you know I could get all that anger out well. There was in you know, past tense because it's been completely destroyed by some <laughs> nuclear. Um, so there was a, a situation on a popular subreddit and many of you guys, if you go on Reddit, you probably I'm gonna take these stupid things off. If you guys go on Reddit, you probably know about this uh, subreddit. It's called anti work. As much as a lot of the stuff on there to me is kinda is laid on a little too thick, it's a little too like rah rah, like pitchforks and communism. Like <laughs> when I say mm-hmm. that I mean burn it all down, like it doesn't it, that doesn't drive just really me, intense. Yeah, exactly intense. Right. But there's a lot of stuff on there that I'm like, Yeah, man, I get it. My boss has been a, a dick before too. like, yeah, like, hell, yeah. Like, he's yelling at you to come in on a Sunday, and you told him it's your one day off. Yeah, definitely quit over the phone and stick it to the man, right? Like, well, there's lots of stuff like that as well. So it's like, I had a love hate relationship when I browsed it, right. But generally, though, I felt like a lot of this was kind of, um, I got the vibe, I got the notion that it wasn't, you know, grown adults, it was a lot of like, Like, you know, I don't want to work because I don't think it's fair that I have to pay for my bills, you know? And well, dude, let me hop in. Cause there was one thing that I noticed distinctly about
0: this one. And if you guys know me or, or if you guys have watched any of my other content, like I'm actually all about like the fire movement and about other aspects of not working for someone else, entrepreneurship, right? I'm super, super for that. So when I was reading, uh, about this because I was not part of this community, right? So I had to do my research on them. There was a lot of stuff that I was reading where I was like, man, this is actually like really like, it It, it has a lot of similarities to other aspects of things that I follow, which is like investing, dividend investing and and the FIRE movement, which is uh, financial independence, retire early. But it's, it's, it's like the left leaning version of that, right? And there's definitely, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, there's definitely a bit of like, victim mentality in it. And what's funny is there's 1.7 million followers on this one. And then there's 175,000 followers in the fire movement. And the fire movement is essentially the same thing. It's a whole bunch of people that are going, ah, we don't like work. We would like to not do this. But one of these groups takes a hundred million percent responsibility goes, how can I not work anymore? And the other group is a little bit like, Oh, I don't want them, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and I have I don't want to speak for the whole community because there's 1.7 million of them, right? So they all come from different areas and I bet a lot of them are fire, you know, followers and stuff like that. But there's definitely a big sector of these people where I was like, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> like I was reading yeah. some of their posts and I was like, you kind of sound like, you know, you sound a bit like victim mentality here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like there's, there's one thing to, you know, hate work because you work, this is actually, this happened to me last year, work 14 hours on your birthday. I, I was the manager at the, the store I was working at, not going to thank you, get a told that's your expectation. No, like, you know, Hey, like, Hey man, thanks for covering my ass today. Take tomorrow off, you know? And it's like, it was kind of just like a end, <laughs> you know, it's like, good, do it again tomorrow. So like I, I definitely resonate with people that are coming from a place of like like just because you just because you have to work doesn't mean you should have to work in a place that's consistently you know just shitty for you and your mental health that being said alluding to what riley just did i apologize my voice is a little raspy i'm fighting off rona 19 right now so uh but building on what riley just said like there's a there's this there's like a a big element of this that gets missed right so it's like over here is like i don't want to work and over here is like i want financial independence and so many people like They just stand over here and they just look off the pier over at this little boat, this little yacht in the ocean of some dude who's financially independent. And they're like, damn, how did that guy get there? Like it must've been his dad. And then they turn around and walk back off the pier, right. As opposed to maybe, you know, like, okay, well, we, we talked about this on our first episode, which I'm not sure if we posted, but you know. It's the little decisions you make that lead to you being able to have that life where you don't have to work, to have that financial independence. Um, and it also depends on the quality of your employment, right? And that's another thing, right? Like part of that is taking responsibility for yourself. I personally was managing a grocery store. Realized, hey, not a big future in that for me. I'm going to go back to school, right? It's hard. I incur a debt, but I mean, debt is leverage. So use that and take it where they, they, you, you, you basically have to make a decision that's going to allow you to, you know, Build your own little dinghy to get to that yacht. Um, or, you know, you can just mod a subreddit and watch it all go <laughs> up in flames when you go and have a Fox News interview, right? <laughs> There's yeah. Like that alternative.
0: So to go here, here's what happened, guys. There was a Fox News interview that the, the subreddit had as a community voted against, right? And then the moderators, or at least a moderator within the, the
1: head mod- the head moderator,
0: so that was the head moderator it was, a head was moderator. like, I don't know, man, this is kind of my time to shine <laughs> and <laughs> decided to do the Fox News interview. Now, I, if you're not an American or or don't consume American media, Fox News is <coughs> definitely, definitely the right leaning sector of news in America. Right. And like when you look at our anti work, this is definitely like we said, it seems as though it is. Mostly left leaning. That doesn't mean there's that not, all the members are not a left lot of
1: wing. There's not a lot of whole uh, a whole lot of pull up your pull up your bootstraps going on. Yeah, there's bit.
0: a lot more yeah. like we should write a like I, I saw one person write, hey, we should write a manifesto for the thing, and it's like no <laughs> one says manifesto. <laughs> like, like you would say we can. This write has a never guideline. been done before. <laughs> yeah, this has
1: never write... been done before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can write guidelines for yeah. what we believe in. There's a million different things you could say. Manifesto is. He's like, usually... he's like sitting there. He's like
1: he's like sitting there racking his brains. To like, mm. take. The way people make stuff. Take the way people make stuff. That's never been used before. Not as catchy as as seize the means of production. (laughs) It's
0: It's like the Walmart (laughs) brand. So this is Walmart brand Marxism. (laughs) Great value. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, like going on a Fox News interview more than anything is definitely entering the lion's then you're not going oh, into yeah. like a positive environment if he went and did a you know cnn interview or they sorry i'm not sure if they went and did a, a cnn interview or whatever it might be you know you might be met with like a lot more hey like Sunfalls. so yeah and you know what what could we do to make work more sustainable and stuff like that and and in america specifically i will say like the work-life balance is not good they have a lot of, yeah. of work that they could do to make it better, et cetera, et cetera. Everywhere could really. And I totally sympathize with not wanting to have to deal with terrible leadership, not wanting to have to deal with bad bosses, you know, wanting to find meaning in your work, stuff like that. It all makes sense, which is why we're saying like, this is kind of like, this is sad in a way that this got detonated the way it did because it just sucks. Cause here's this anonymous moderator, right. That just comes out of their like swamp basement or whatever it might be. Right. looks like the most Reddit, person of all time (laughs) even though you're talking about one of the biggest sites on the internet right like everyone (laughs) is so many so many totally chill people use reddit unfortunately this person just completely embodied it goes on a fox news interview right walks into the lion's den and just gets completely laughed at actually like touch on some things Touch on some things they said because I'm I'm oh. kind of blanking, but there was a couple like so, fu- really key funny moments of the interview.
1: So like it's right off the bat, like the the Fox News interviewer, you could tell this guy's like a total Chad. The moment he sees this guy, I'm going to throw up on the screen the person we're talking about, what they look like, mm-hmm. just for context here. But the moment they see this guy, you could tell they're like they're like ready to like oh we're having a field day with this right so here we go. Here's if you can see in the background, right? So this is them. You can see in the background. It, it looks, you could judge Maybe I'm assuming a basement. It looked like maybe mom's basement, right? As they didn't even bother to make their bed. They didn't clean up their table. They didn't even push the chair in, man. Like the least you could do is just push the chair in. Like, that's like what you do when you're done dinner. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I'll zoom in here. I'll do a little slew thing. There's like a little bit of food left on the table. So he's just probably sitting there, crawled out of bed. Terrible lighting. and and i I
0: will say judging by the window on the side there that's covered it's a it's got to be a basement windows aren't like that in other in other areas with the with the
1: radiator (laughs) below the fact alone the fact alone that the basement the window is covered (laughs) 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 like that's like like that's like like, what is so terrible about sunlight sunlight like what's so what's so scary about sunlight but anyway yeah unkempt bed uh, you know unkempt chair unkempt basement Kind of unkempt uh, appearance here. And this is, uh, bear in mind, like, bear in mind, like, I'll, I'll be real. Like, look at me right now, right? Like, I've got, like, uh-huh. this, like, disgusting thing growing on my face. <laughs> I'm not going on Fox News in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's like, but all, by all means, if you want to look grungy, be grungy. All the power to you. You know, we're in a global pandemic. People want to stay home. Rock. You're on not representing
0: like... 1.7 million people.
1: Exactly, right? Yeah. Especially against their wishes. Like, at the very yeah. least, you think you'd spiff up a little bit, right? But anyway... Um, <laughs> I don't have a transcript of the video and honestly it's not necessary as if you're viewing this, you've probably already Mm -hmm. watched it. But one of the key things first that he mentioned in the video when uh, spoken to about uh, basically he was asked about work. And how many hours you think you should work, et cetera. Well, he he responded with something in kind to, I think laziness is a, and I'm not even kidding. Laziness is a virtue. He said, laziness is a virtue in our that our society has forgotten. So right off the get go, like you, you, like the Fox newsreader, that's like when you're like, you're talking to somebody and they say something that's so, so out there and so baloney. And you're like, You're like yeah. you're trying to like hold it in. That was the Fox News viewers. So like at that minute, like immediately, you know, everybody watching that live collectively face palmed, and they're like, okay, this this so this this image goes that far to describe who we're dealing with in this instance. So he as the as the interview like it, as it goes on and he continues and he's asking him questions. He's you know, he's kind of poking and prodding him, you can tell him at this point that the, the interviewer does not take him seriously, right? It's not like, uh, mm-hmm. a, and this guy can't really be taken serious. Uh, he asks him, you know, ideally, what would you do for a career if you could? And he said, Well, I, I think being a, a teacher, and he's like, Oh, a teacher of what and he's like, well, uh, a teacher, you know, a philosophy, critical thinking reason, it starts, <laughs> starts listing all these things. And simultaneously saying that he thinks that a work week should only be 20 to 25 hours. Uh, because that's the work week he works. Uh, you might wonder what job is he working in this incredibly long and exhausting work week? Uh, well, he walks dogs. So
0: yeah, and I mean, yeah. dude, I knew someone who made six figures walking dogs totally valid job, honestly. And like totally valid reaction. You can take that down by the way, but totally yeah. valid job, totally valid. You know, there's a lot of benefits to dog walking. You're your own boss. You are an entrepreneur. There's people that build businesses off of it. It's there's nothing negative about what he does. And I will say like, when I watched the interview, I was surprised by the level of backlash because I was kind of like, all right, it's whatever, like nothing really happens, right? Like the Fox News interviewer guy just kind of is like, hey, idiot, haha, <laughs> you're an idiot. And then the guy just kind of like goes along with it or, you know, they try to like, they try to like push off what the narrative of the group is, but it just doesn't at all really communicate at all. And they just don't represent what the group stands for because they're pretty much already living the life. Whereas when I was reading through the actual subreddit, most of the people there are working, 40 plus labor jobs crushed by debt, horrible bosses and then this sleuth slides in and goes yeah you know I'm actually just I just work 20 hours a week walking Dude. awesome dogs in the sun and hanging out. So they don't represent who they're talking about because they don't have a hard job. Or a boss. Like, the worst case scenario is some soccer mom's like, like, what'd you do with my dog? They didn't get a good enough exercise. Like, that's the worst, like, boss experience they're going to have. So. Mr.
1: Mr. Piddles is still really fat, and I don't think you're taking him as far as you should. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's like, dude, my, my boss is, I hate my boss, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's just so embarrassing, man. And here's something I'll say about the actual subreddit, though. All right. And I think this is probably something that's going to go unnoticed. I'm going through it today and there's just like, it's super active right now, obviously, right? Like there's like a jillion posts because this is some big event. It really isn't. Like I said, it wasn't some crazy event. And you know, the the page got a hundred thousand more followers. Like a lot of people sympathize with it. But something I noticed right away is consistently you can see now it's like F the moderators. Oh, screw the mods. The mods suck. You know what I realized about that? Most of this group just has a problem with authority. Like, that's what it actually is. So when the moderators who are, uh, quote unquote, above them in this this social sphere, you could call it, you know, now they're the authority. And Mm -hmm. surprisingly, all the people that hate their bosses now hate their moderators. And it's kind of like when I saw that, I was kind of like, you know what, man, maybe it's actually you you know like this could definitely be a community of people that have trouble taking responsibility for their lives and hate any kind of authority above them and i'm not Mm. great with authority i get it you know like i totally understand but that that was definitely something i noticed right away and i was like all right maybe maybe i lost a bit of sympathy there because that's pretty typical people want they just want like i was reading some comments where they're just like you know we should just be have like security nets like other countries have and it's like you know, I've talked to Norwegian guys. They, none of them are just sitting around on their ass. Like that's just not what's happening, you know. And people always look at it as this like great example. You know, what, you know you're talking about a tangent. country with a trillion dollars worth of oil money in a in an RSP. You, you want something is funny about
1: that? You know what I'm something saying? Something funny, but I I know a guy who's just it's very tangent about what you said. I know a guy who's Swedish, and I was talking to him about this. He's an older gentleman. He's he's actually pretty high up in a tech company, and he's from Sweden. He was born in Sweden. And I was talking to him about Sweden. And he said, yeah, the social net's great until the moment you're not paying into it. He said, oh, you were first in line for a heart transplant, but now you're retired. Congratulations. You're at the back of the bus. The guy who's still paying his taxes into the pool, he gets prior priority. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. like, that's just to highlight that, like, there's no, there's no silver bullet, right? Like every system will have its drawbacks. Um, But yeah, to build on what you were saying about like the problem with leadership and the problem with authority, how ironic is it that with this anti-work subreddit that like, what would a bad boss do if the bad boss did something embarrassing? Right? Mm -hmm. No talking about it at work. You're getting suspended. Fire (laughs) anybody right now if you. Dude, I had a guy in
0: the army who literally yelled at us for clowning him for something. And he, exactly, he was like, right? you could have just taken responsibility. I meant like that was stupid on my part, but instead he was like, you will not be talking about this yeah. anymore.
1: And we were like, exactly right. <laughs> you know. So it's like, like, it's not only that, right? Like, it's like, here, I'm going to share a screen just one more time here. You could see this is a, a post that's basically detailing a lot of the top comments that occurred on Reddit, uh, that go, basically this is a rundown of what happened in the last 24 hours. Right. So been thoroughly embarrassed by one of the mods who took it upon herself to speak for a community of 1.7 million people and make herself and all of us look stupid. After she was told by the community and other mods not to take the interview, we covered that Riley's got that down. So this is this is where it gets good, right? This is where it gets great. So the sub points out their dissatisfaction with the interview. And what do they do? Do they say, hey, you know, guys, my bad shouldn't have done it. Nope. <laughs> they shut down the sub and start banning everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this is, this is a little touchy, a little touch and go and not really relevant, but it is what it is. It's a little side, little, little, this is a little cherry on top evidence of sexual misconduct from the, you know, aforementioned Doreen. That's her name in the video, uh, their name, uh, that, so she basically a big, big long post comes out detailing basically in general, what a shitty person this person is. Right. And what happens is does he, does, is there an taken an accountability? And yes, that did happen. And I have so deeply. nope. they banned that person yeah yeah. they they banned it and they shut down and they banned all the talk about it yeah well and then uh, now
0: there's even an account that's apparently less than a day old that's already a moderator and is banning people so I, i i feel like they made a ghost account and are now banning people through that ghost account to even further limit their liability to even further take less responsibility for their actions
1: this is uh this is something I didn't realize. This is breaking news right here. Update comes out that another rogue mod has finished four rounds of interviews speaking for this community. This self-appointed spokesperson mod is apparently a long-term unemployed twenty-one year old who for some reason thinks they are a good representation. How are
0: you long-term <laughs> oh. unemployed at twenty-one years old? What have you been <laughs> doing?
1: <laughs> You've been out of school for three years. Like Oh, man, this and see, honestly, this breaks my heart, because like, like we said at the beginning of the video, like there is a legitimate cause here that I empathize with, right? Because I don't want to work for the rest of my life. I don't want to work for shitty bosses. I want to have that financial independence, that sovereignty for myself. And I think an important message here that maybe maybe this is what I'm picking up from it, but it's don't expect anyone to save you. And, and a big part of that is like, it feels comfortable and it feels good to be a part of this group and air your grievances with a bunch of people who you, per, you, and this is an important word, perceive to be going through the same things you're going through. If you're working 60 hours a week, trying to feed your kids and, you know, pay your mortgage, pay for your car, struggling without health insurance, like, you know, like, like fucking props to you. Cause you are getting after it so hard. And like, you're, you're like, you're, 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 it's obvious that you're trying, right? It's like, so don't. Don't do yourself the disservice of getting mixed up with people who have no place speaking for you in any real capacity, which I mean, is the the root of why people are frustrated here. But that almost seems like an inevitability whenever you get all these large people into these groups, right? Like, it's kind of the same with politicians, right? It's like, the kind of person that wants to be a subreddit moderator is not the person you want being that subreddit moderator, The kind of person that wants to be a politician doesn't actually want to be a public servant. And that's the last person you want there. So it's like, take care of yourself. first and foremost and realize that like it might feel good to be a part of this group but ultimately what might be more uh, conducive to your success long term and mental health is joining a group like Riley had mentioned and we're not plugging like um, no affiliation with the, the the fire fire movement I actually yeah. just learned of that today that but uh, though I didn't have a name for it that's what I'm aiming for as well but that's like do something that you have direct control over the outcome. Don't do something where it just feels good to go and get those frustrations out and, you know, and then be felt like you've been made a fool of, right?
0: Yeah, and 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 see, seek things that are going to empower you. And that's what I always say. You know, you go to a community of people that are all bitching and moaning and crying. And I don't mean to say that. I'm not necessarily saying that that's what happened here at r slash anti-work, right? I'm just saying if I'm just, you know, if you went to a group that that's what they were doing all day and they're all the victims, guess what? Now you're the victim. And, you know, hilariously these people will go and somehow think that a government of any kind is going to be able to fix this for them, which is like, you're asking the most incompetent organization on planet earth to fix your problems. Right. But you know, on the other hand, when you look at the fire movement, which 90% of people in fire, they don't want to actually retire at 30. They want to they do what they want to do at 30. They want to build entrepreneurial ventures and not have to be stressed about if it fails, they're screwed, right? They want to have their baseline covered. And we're talking, like, I knew a guy in Fire who he said, he goes, he goes, once I'm at 16 grand a year, I'm Fire. And I was like, that's. That's crazy talk. You know what I mean? He's talking about being financially independent at $16,000 a year because he knows how low he can bring his his finances, right? And that's obviously not the comfort. But when they hit that, that's when they start to build the other businesses. And next thing you know, a lot of these guys are making quarter million dollars a year because they were successful in their other ventures without the stress. And we talked about this in the first episode how, you know, Having financial stress actually decreases your mental capacity, right? Which makes a lot of sense. It just it does make sense. But what I'm saying is, when I was looking at this this community, right? And a lot of people will will look down on on internet communities, whatever, right? And I'm not part of any. Like when I say I'm part of Fire, like I, I'm actually I I I don't join. like I'm not a Reddit user, so I'm not actually like part of these communities. I'm just saying like that's just something that I was like, hey, that's a term that makes sense. That's what I'm trying to do. So I'm just going to say that. That that's just so people can understand what I'm talking about or easy e- more easily and like you know the retire part is is it's just part of the term but it's not actually what these people are trying to do and for the most part the biggest part is it's an empowering community versus a community that is frankly they're whining about it man like when you read when you read the post it, it's all you know oh my boss sucks blah 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 or oh my debt's racking up and it's like well did you take on the debt? Did you buy the new car because you were sad and you didn't have a goal, right? And you thought it would make you feel better, but now it's actually screwing you in the long run. Like when you find communities that are going to empower you and you start to dedicate time to those communities, it's crazy. The difference, man, it is crazy. The difference just by being around or even reading or consuming media, right? You, you listen to the right podcast instead of the, the, the podcast that's saying the world is in the gutter. And I see it consistently, man. I really do see it consistently.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, just to piggyback one final thought, it's ap- like our, where we're coming from here is apolitical, right? Because as far as I think both of us are concerned, whether it's uh, we're, we're Canadians, whether it's conservative or liberal, if you're American, whether it's Democrat or Republican, you're going to they're going to whatever politician, whatever, whatever government, whatever parties in power is going to find a way to bend you over and siphon as much from you as they possibly can. Uh, the point we're trying to make is look at the rules of the game, look at what you need to play the game, start playing the game on your terms the best you can. Right. And if that means getting out of your shitty job and I mean, what you did yourself, man, like over the pandemic, learn coding, right? Mm-hmm. Self-teach coding, find a job. Obviously, it's not as easy as we'll just do it. But I mean, it, an answer, well, it like, literally it, is, though. Well, that's the thing. It's like, and that's <laughs> like, what I'm getting. It's like an excuse for that. Like if I say, hey, why don't you just start coding and find a job doing that does coding? And they say, well, I don't like coding. It's like, OK, well, do you like working at Wendy's? Right, it's like that. Maybe the solution isn't always to just increase minimum wage into infinity, where now we're all making a hundred dollars an hour, but a loaf of bread costs, you know, six hundred dollars. exactly. Right, like you don't, you don't want to be in that situation. Maybe the solution is to take a look at yourself and realize that it will. Maybe I need to accrue some more skills. Right, it's like it's the same. If you're if you're in a boxing ring, right? If you're in a Muay Thai match or you're in a Jiu match and they're going at it toe to toe with an opponent. And every single time that same opponent, beat, like about Riley and I used to do Muay Thai together, right? If we'd spar, if every single time I tried going in on him and every single time he hit me with a heel hook right to the gut or, or sorry, a like a spinning heel kick right to the gut every single time. And my brain didn't go to, my, if, I, if I had one or two options, which was keep doing that same move or Muay Thai sucks. I don't want to play this game anymore. You're, you're, you're doing the game wrong right? What you uh, should do is you should look, you should look at that scenario and say, this is what he's doing. When I do this, what can I do to make sure that I'm not getting hit here? And now I can smoke him. Does that mean, Hey, pull back and then leap forward with a leap like a left jab, right? Great. Now he, he just threw a kick. You dodged it. Now you close that gap. He can't throw it again. You're on the inside. Now, what are you going to do? Right? See, you're playing the game. Now you're actually, you're thinking, what moves do I need to play? Like real life, the world out there, like it's, it's depressing, right? It, it really is depressing. This, this, this idea breaks my heart because I wish it didn't, but it's like, no one's going to come save you. Right. Yeah. And like, when you accept that, like, that's a depressing thought, right? Cause it's like, I see my neighbor's house just across the street. I see all the people around me. I but it's like, they all have their own worries. They have the, their own families. They all have all this stuff going on. And fundamentally at the end of the day, it'd be nice to know that if I was down and out, that they'd pay my mortgage, they pay my car payment whatever it would be. But that's unrealistic, at least at this given time, right? And maybe we could get there someday. I don't know how, and I don't think anybody else does either. It's heartbreaking. But with that heartbreak comes, like, there, there's there's a, you know, a yin and yang to this, because that's heartbreaking. But there's also this uh, this other, you know, the yang that's emboldening, where it's that I can take responsibility for my life. I can take responsibility for these choices. I can start to strive towards that point where, you know, I can actually get out of this hole, right? A hundred percent, man, and that was a sick analogy. And like, I, I see it all the time too.
0: Because a lot of the time, I say if you're if you're in a situation like this, and you're talking to people like that are part of this community, some of them for sure, you know, you could you could go to them with with, a, with an answer like that or say something like that, and they would have an excuse, and then they would have an answer. And it's always kind of like you just got to ask, like, what value is that excuse to you? Even think, if that's think... true, even if it's true that oh, well, your boss sucks, and you know. You've invested a lot of time into this company, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Kate, okay, that's true. Cool. What, is it, what value are you providing to yourself by making an excuse? And this is why I talk about how, like, I don't really like using the term that's lucky, right? And there's a lot of value to it. It's true. A lot of people are lucky in certain ways. But you could also usually trace it down to some decision that you made along the line, right? Even, and people would be like, oh, well, what if you got hit by a car? And it's like, well, did I pick a good car? Did I research the safety rating? You know, it's like, really, like, at the end of the day, almost always there is some inherent decision that you made that put you in that position or didn't put you in that position. And what's the alternative? You think you think letting the government freaking let other people do jobs, like you're still going to have to provide value. You're not going to get to be useless. So if you don't like working, you have to find ways, right? You as an individual, right? Or the person has to find ways to enjoy what they're doing more. Even if that is Dog walking, which is like I said, a great
1: gig for a lot we, of people. I, man, you can make a lot I, of money walked, dog walking. Dude, I walked my grandma's dog all from like grade ten to like when I was like in my second year of university. Like that paid for so much for me. Right, one hundred percent. You said something I wanted to touch on that I, I get such a kick out of, and we can end soon because I know we're we're starting to draw like draw on. But always be weary of this, right? If you if you have that conversation with somebody and you say to them why don't you just, why don't you try picking up a new skill, right? Why don't you try doing this? And then they bring up some, some, they pull some random excuse out of the ether, maybe not even an excuse, but an example. And they say, Oh, well, what about the disabled veteran who can't afford drugs because the military, the VA won't take care of him. And this, what about the single mother that's on food stamps and is working three jobs already? And, Hey, I agree with you. I will gladly pay my taxes to contribute to that person's well-being, right? What I won't do. And I and and I will gladly, you know, do what I can and sacrifice what I can as my civic duty to make sure that person's taken care of because, because that person's doing what they can to make sure they themselves are taken care of. Right. There's a big difference between the two. There's a big difference between the single mother who can't afford X, Y or Z or the disabled man who's struggling to get by and can't find a job versus you who's 22 with a degree from a university that has no job prospects and $30,000 in student loan debt, who made the decision to go and do that because you didn't want to go pick up a shovel and work with a road construction crew for $19 an hour during the summer. And now you're sitting here saying that well, somebody should come, come take care of me. It's like, no, 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 no. The person that you're asking to come take care of you should be, and is taking care of the person that you use as your example for argument. When this gets brought up bars bars,
0: like, like I say, man, like single moms, (laughs) that's, that's who I'm, that's, that's who I'm supporting. (laughs) You know what I mean? Disparaged communities. That's, that's who I'm throwing it at. You know, like I'm paying 53% tax it better not be to someone that just doesn't really want to do it, you know? Because yeah. it's like, how often do you wake up and I'm like, man, I don't want to do this. And like, yeah. I saw this other video where it was uh, it was poor people versus rich people. And one of, the, one of the quote unquote poor people was making 45K USD a year. So I was like, you're not poor. They had a gambling addiction. So there you go. And it's like, well, you can make $100,000 a year. If you have gambling addiction, you're going to have $0, right? Like really. And ironically, the one person who had es- was escaping um, domestic violence, horrible, horrible situation, experiencing homelessness, that was the one person that went, I'm going to be able to get out of this. It was the three <sighs> that had jobs making 30K, 45K, and I forget what the other one was. It was them that went, Oh, it's just it's it's the system, man. And I agree, the system yeah. has problems for sure. I'm not saying it's not, but like you got to look at yourself, man. And the sorry to, to finish my point here, the girl who said uh, she was like, oh, I, I wanted to start a true crime YouTube channel, but I can't because I have these issues. I was like, dude, I started my YouTube channel. I started Roundhouse Radio with my cell phone, a Blue Yeti microphone in a 400 square foot apartment, literally 400 square feet on my kitchen table, which was also the like make food table because it's 400 square feet. Right. And I did it on 26,000. I made that year Canadian, which is like 19 grand. Okay. And the rent was 2000 bucks a month, which I was splitting. So take that. Like I, I, that's why I I see it a lot. And a lot of people say, oh, you got to have empathy. How can I have empathy if I've been in twice as bad as that and worked out of it? Right. So I get it. I understand. I try my best to be empathetic, but at the end of the day, you can, you can fix your own problems. And I think that that's more empowering than any other sentiment. And that, that makes me feel so much better than when someone goes, oh, woe is me. You know, if someone says, Go hey, ahead. man, you can actually do this. That's what I'm trying to say. I just want to end it on the note that if you're, if you're in the gutter, if you're having a hard time, you can do it. You can yeah. succeed for sure.
1: Like like Friedrich Nietzsche said, man, if he who has any why can figure out any how." other way around yeah no that's the way it is (laughs) (laughs) all right guys thanks so much for tuning in thanks for listening
0: we'll see you guys in a couple days as you know sundays and wednesdays always wrong but never in doubt check it out